Hello and welcome to Super Talk. My name is Spiros. And I'm Kim. And we are here to talk about Supergirl, but there is no new episode this week. The next episode of Supergirl will not be until January 16th of 2017, but we thought we'd take a few minutes to talk about the rather epic four-show, four-episode crossover, Invasion, which covered all of the DC television properties. So we're talking Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. So this was a four-episode event, and we're not going to cover the whole thing. Because I didn't take any notes, so (laughs) yeah, we're not going to. Plus, uh, we really wanted to just focus on the details of Supergirl in that entire crossover. So if you haven't watched the the full set of episodes, just kind of a brief brief thumbnail sketch of what happened. We have an invasion, an alien invasion. These aliens are called the Dominators, and they they are attacking Earth. And the superheroes all assemble to try to deal with this invasion threat. So that's the basic premise of the whole thing. And it had kicked off in the last episode of Supergirl, episode 8, Medusa, at the very end of the episode when Cisco and Barry came through one of the breaches to Supergirl's Earth. So before we get into it, like the whole four-episode arc in general, what would you think of the crossover? It was good. It was good. Arrow didn't have flashbacks to the jungle, so I was happy about that. Right. At first, I thought they they were. I did too. And I was was like, are you kidding me? I know. I'm like, God, no. I'm like, we're going to flip this off if this is happening. Yeah. Um, But no, it was good. Um, Supergirl was underutilized, um, I thought. And Barry is an idiot. And Ollie was kind of a jerk. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So I found a couple of things interesting. First of all, we learned this at the end of the uh, episode eight, Medusa. Going into this with Supergirl coming over to the CW and them almost immediately announcing that there would be a great big four, you know, show crossover. The impression I was under was that Supergirl was joining their universe like somehow she would now be on the same earth that the rest of them are on and and i really thought this was going to happen too because they had flashpoint going for them and flashpoint would have been a super great and easy but plausible way to write supergirl onto their earth but they couldn't have done that because supergirl is super and they wouldn't you know, she could take care of the bad guys, the metas and stuff on Barry's time. Yeah, but you have the same thing with Superman and Supergirl on the same planet, right? Like, they can't take care of everything everywhere. Yeah, that's true. And Supergirl and Superman exist inside the entire DC Comics universe, so... And the thing that Cisco gave her at the end, I mean, she can come back whenever she wants. No, right. So she's, like, she has this connected. Basically, he gave her a little... E.T. phone home sort of device that allows her to both communicate through the interdimensionality from her Earth to their Earth and to open a mini breach for her to jump through back and forth from her Earth to their Earth anytime. So I think, does it go just to their Earth or to any Earth? My understanding is it goes to their Earth. Okay. Maybe it can be programmed to go to different places, but I think Cisco set it up so it will just go back and forth between their two Earths. So if she's doing that, is that is she going to mess up the timeline then? 
Well, no, because she's not traveling through time. She's traveling essentially interdimensionally okay. from one Earth to another Earth through, you know, essential bubble universes in theory. Okay. So, so there's that. And, and I like that they set it up so that she can do that. And that comes at the very end of the whole four-episode crossover. So we don't learn about this whole little dimension-hopping trinket until the end of Legends of Tomorrow um, as part of the invasion series, but again, I thought I thought they were going to write it in. Now, with that connection that they now have, I, it's not that I'm mad or disappointed that they didn't do it. I just thought with Flashpoint and everything else, it would be a perfect opportunity to have her be like an actual part of their universe rather than a separate universe that they have to travel through breaches to to connect with. Um, you know, and and whatever that is, it is. I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's fine. Now, the other thing that I found interesting was, like you said, I absolutely agree that they underutilized Supergirl throughout the entirety of the crossover. Mm-hmm. And in watching the episodes and thinking about her role in the whole crossover, it feels to me, and I might be totally wrong about this, but it feels to me like... They already had the invasion storyline and crossover planned, and they probably had stuff filmed and written and everything. And then they learned they were going to get Supergirl, and so they had to work her in. And they did, but they they didn't rewrite the entire thing to fully incorporate her. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, they just stuck her here and there. And the thing, like when um, she's, they're training, and Supergirl is like, you know, giving her all, and they're fighting fighting in quotes supergirl um the rest of the team i wish we would have seen more of that right you know i think it could have been comical (laughs) and i think it could have been fun um but you just kind of see you know various you know people laying on the floor like the white canary and stuff right you know and you you missed the the fight part yeah the actual action the actual fight sequences And, I mean, in terms of, like, thinking about the production of the episodes and the budget, maybe they had to do that and save the budget for the Dominators yeah. and that, those action sequences. And I'm sequences. sorry, but that name is just Dominators. Well, I mean, it comes out of the comics. I and know, it's, it's just stupid. I know, I know. So, yeah, I agree. They And here's basically the role Supergirl played, right? So at the end of, of episode 8 of Medusa, Barry comes, hey, we need your help. And then we go back, and the first, like, official episode of Invasion is The Flash. And in the Flash, they're doing this whole training thing, and and essentially the idea is Supergirl will allow the rest of the heroes to train because she's an alien. It's pretty terrible logic, right? Well, I think it's because she's the strongest of them, so they figure like if they can, you know, best Supergirl or you know, whatever, then possibly they have can have a leg up on the dominators i mean i can see that to a degree but supergirl is entirely different from the dominators exactly so it it, at the same time it was kind of to me it felt kind of dumb and and again it makes me feel like they just like we need to plug supergirl into this somehow because now we have this property how are we going to use it this is the easiest way to write it in which is also probably why they didn't have any any of those fight scenes other Mm -hmm. than seeing them sort of after the fight, you know, everybody's laying on the ground and then Ollie gets up and is like, let's do it again. Don't hold back. <laughs> A- after that, like after they have this little training bit, the Dominators kind of come in. And what ends up happening is um, that message, if you've been watching Legends of Tomorrow, one of the things that happens in Legends of Tomorrow is that um, 
Firestorm, and I can't remember the two characters' individual names off the top of my head, the the, the doctor and the, the mechanic yeah. kid, um, were on the Wave Rider, the time ship, and they found a secret room that had a message from Barry from 40 years in the future. And that message we learn about in this crossover when they pull him, they pull Barry aside and they say, hey, we found this. They all listen to it together and like, what should we do? And Barry's like, well, um, one problem at a time. Let's deal with the dominators. Let's just keep this between us. And the message basically said not to trust Barry, whatever Barry says or whatever. Yeah. Did we ever get a conclusion to that? Is that coming up? I, I didn't feel like whatever happened in these four episodes Barry. It didn't address that at yeah. all. I think all it did was set up what happened with Flash for Invasion, which was that because we're not going to trust Barry initially, because everybody else, of course, ends up finding out about this thing. Yeah. In fact, what happened was, if I recall, Cisco finds it. Yeah, like only three or four of them knew about it. I think right. Ollie, Flash, and... Uh, Firestorm. Horse, the two guys. Firestorm. Yeah. And then um, the, he's like, don't tell anyone, and then... Yeah, Cisco finds and he's like, somebody what like the left, hell is the, this? yeah, left the report. Yeah, you just laying leave around. it right on the desk. I mean, come on, <laughs> right? If you're, if you're trying to hide something, you put it back where you found it, right? And if you're not watching Flash, just so you understand some of the dynamics here, Cisco is angry at Barry because with Flashpoint, Barry he okay. didn't kill Cisco's brother, but Cisco's brother is dead in this new un-Flashpoint timeline when Barry fixed things. Yeah. Um, so Cisco then finding this just makes him angrier and more distrustful of Barry. And, mm -hmm. and what this sets up is that they're going to, um, try to go figure out what's happening with the Dominators, but Barry and Ollie are going to stay behind. Mm -hmm. And, and Ollie decides to stay behind because he's essentially standing in solidarity with, solidarity with Barry mm -hmm. and all the rest of the team. So we've got all the Legends of Tomorrow folks and Supergirl uh, and the rest of Team Arrow all go to a Dominator hideout and essentially get brainwashed. Yeah. And then they come back and they, they're trying to kick um, Barry and Ollie's. Ollie's butts. And then Kid Flash joins them for a moment. Right. Until he gets his butt kicked. Right. And and then they go uh, blow up the Dominator mind control crystal. And that's essentially the end of the Flash episode. I will say I'm glad at the very end of the episode, all of the four of the episodes, Cisco finally realized that, you know, what Barry did, it was horrible, but he didn't mean to do it on purpose because mm -hmm. Cisco does something similar. Similar, exactly. And he's like, oh, yeah, I have been a jerk. So I'm happy about that. Because yeah, I am too. We won't have... Mopey, Cisco. Yeah, I like... Mm -hmm. I like fun Cisco. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And it's not that, that they shouldn't have consequences to their actions mm -hmm. and there shouldn't be conflict like that between them, but they needed to figure out a way to resolve that. And I agree. I think they did it well with, um, with this whole invasion storyline. So throughout the entirety of Flash episode, all Super, Supergirl was basically a prop. She was yeah. either A, acting as the dominator for them to train against, and then B, she was a brainwashed... Um, you know, superhero along with the rest of them fighting with Arrow and um, Barry, Barry and the Flash. And that that was it. That was all she did in the Flash. So totally underutilized because we really didn't get a chance to have her interact with the other characters, um, you know, to, to bring out the humor, to play with any of those other things. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we went into Arrow. And in Arrow, she was basically sidelined the entire episode because yeah. Ollie... Essentially, was like I 
don't want you here, go away. Yeah, that's basically what he said. Where did that come from? You know, why did all of a sudden he just like change his mind? It was, it, it didn't make any sense to me except for the fact that, again, I think they had to write Supergirl in in a way that didn't upset everything they had already set up for this thing, assuming that it was already planned. That's mm-hmm. my feeling. And so... Barry or Ollie's reasoning was you're an unknown quantity and I don't like unknown quantities and we can't risk that right now. So you need to just stay behind. But, you know, you're the strongest member of our team. Right. And, and you've shown over and over again that you you love humanity and you're just here to help. But yeah. you can't come but, with us. But stay behind. So yeah. she's pretty much absent the entirety of the Arrow episode. Mm-hmm. And then she is back in the Legends of Tomorrow and episode. I think the Go reason ahead. why they did that, too, though, with the Arrow one is that was their hundredth episode. So they wanted it to be special for Arrow. I mean, mm-hmm. they brought back a lot of missing or dead people, you know, and stuff. And I mean, if Supergirl had been in that episode more, it would have taken away from their 100th, 100th episode. episode. So, I mean, I can see that. But just just the way that they wrote it with Ollie just being like, you need to go away. I don't know what they could have done instead off the top of my head. But I feel like they should have done something instead of him being... That right, way. right. I, I mean, I do agree. Oliver can be, you know, he's brooding and he's known for that, and they make <laughs> fun of it, which is fun. Right. But to me, that just felt way out of character. I agree. That that was what was wrong with it. It was too out of character. He's smart enough to know resources when he sees them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not stupid, and to me, that just made him look look dumb, look dumb, and just angry. And yeah, yeah. So, and and the thing is, too, I don't think it would have been that much more difficult for them to make her absence plausible because the bulk of the Arrow episode was um, basically all of Team Arrow got, got transported up into a Dominator ship. This happens at the end of the Flash mm-hmm. episode. And they're all in like these little brainwave machines, like a total recall machine where they're living... Um, a life that's not actually the life they're living. And so they're really in an insular arrow world. And because they're in this dominator brainwashing machine, Supergirl doesn't belong there. So they didn't need for Ollie to be like, you need to stay behind. I don't trust an unknown, you know, I'm brooding Ollie, right? They They just could have had her and whatever, you know, working on getting them out of this dominator ship. Because the bulk of the story was them inside of this sort of make-believe arrow world anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And then we get to the Legends of Tomorrow. And it was there that I think Supergirl had some of her best moments. But yeah. even those were pretty fleeting. Because the end was funny. The end was. When, like looking in a mirror. That was good. Yeah. Um, and in Legends of Tomorrow, you've got the Dominators are doing their thing. And what we end up finding out is that... The Dominators had been to Earth back in the 50s, and they were concerned with the whole meta-slash-superhuman phenomenon as a potential threat to them in the future. Like, humanity can't become a threat to us, so we're going to come and exterminate the metas now. And some government agency made a deal with them that, you know, we'll manage our metas and we won't become a threat to you if you leave us alone. And the Dominators had agreed. And they come back because Barry, Barry Flashpoint. did Flashpoint. <laughs> Barry! Right. Which, stop, Barry. Which broke broke the the deal they had made, essentially. Yeah. So this was all Barry's fault, essentially, is, is mm-hmm. kind of what, what everything boiled down to. Uh, and what you were talking about with Cisco is the fact that 
they're trying to figure out like what do the dominators want and and all of what i just explained they learn at the end towards the end of legends of tomorrow episode so in trying to figure all this out what they decide to do is because it's legends of tomorrow they're going to do some time travel mm -hmm. and and cisco and felicity are like geeking out over was, the opportunity it was, good. It was, was good. fabulous i love yeah. those two together i love those two together and i love that and and i had a feeling like i didn't know they were going to do what they did mm -hmm. but i had a feeling uh, the minute cisco started getting hyped up about time traveling him, himself i'm like thinking okay cisco this is what barry did mm -hmm. like what are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna yeah. do and and that's what and that's what ended up happening so um so they travel back in time to 1951, essentially to capture a Dominator to try to figure out what they want in 19 or 2016. I'm sorry, and and they're successful on their mission, and they come back to the future and they find out Barry's the bad guy, essentially not the bad guy, but he's the reason they're there, and they fight him. And the 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 worst part of the other than the fact that they underutilize Supergirl, I don't know what you thought about this, but the worst part of the whole four. Um, episode arc was when the doctor, and again, I can't think of his name. He's the, he's half he a firestorm. Yeah, he was in <laughs> Alias. He, Victor Garber is the actor's yeah. name, and I love him. He's a great actor. But he was working with his daughter, who's new because of the whole Flashpoint slash some other stuff going on, um, to try to create a, a device to incapacitate the Dominators. Mm -hmm. And and they're trying to figure out, like, the rest of the team is trying to figure out what to do. And he walks in and he's like, I mass produced a device. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, there's no <laughs> way you mass produce nanotech in two hours. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Like, the minute he said mass produce, I'm like, come on. You couldn't come up with something but, better no, than you know that. What he did. He went back into the past and he, like, started doing it then. And then, so by the time 2016 came, he had him all done. But he didn't have the wave I rider. Know, know. <laughs> so like that was just that was just sloppy, lazy writing. That little bit right there. Like come up with a more plausible way for it to 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 affect all of them. But they had it be like little individual devices that yeah. had to be planted on every individual dominator. So Barry had to run around really quickly. And Supergirl. Oh yeah, and Supergirl. Yeah, so those too. two are occupied with that. And oh, then, that was funny, too, because didn't they say, oh, Supergirl can do it? And then Barry's like, uh, what Yeah, Barry's like, what am I, chopped liver? <laughs> right, funny. which was, which was funny. Another um, thing that I really thought was funny was when Felicity was inside the spaceship and they get to the end and she pukes mm -hmm. and then she, like, can't talk. Yeah. That was, that was funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. And then the next time she's like, I'm blind. <laughs> it was, it was Felicity good. didn't take well to time travel. No, no. <laughs> Whereas Cisco handled it fine. Mm -hmm. um, so after the big fight... The Dominators are gone. Oh, and another thing that I was totally bummed out about, and I thought it would have been a really great opportunity, and they didn't do it, in which I don't remember which episode. I think it was in Flash. The president is killed. Mm -hmm. And at the end of Legends of Tomorrow, the new president is presenting all of them with basically saying thanks for saving the world. Yeah. I so thought it was going to be Linda Carter. I did too. Yeah. I thought, and when 100%. it wasn't, I'm like, oh. I know. I was totally bummed that it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Like, it would have been absolutely perfect to have Linda Carter. But I guess Linda Carter's on Supergirl's planet, though. 
Yeah, but you have doppelgangers on your worlds, right? Oh, yeah. The different Earths have your yeah. different self. Okay. So it's totally plausible that it could have yeah. been her. I just thought it was going to be Linda Carter because I was falling asleep at that point. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it should be Linda Carter. And then I looked up and I'm like, oh, it's someone else. And then I drifted off a little bit more. Yeah. And it was great that it was a woman president. Mm -hmm. But it would have been perfect, in my opinion, to be Linda Carter. Yeah. Um, so after that, they're having like a little congratulatory party. Like, woo, we saved the world. And and there was a fun call out, yeah. and that was the whole um, the mirror thing. But yeah, look like I'm looking in a mirror. You can explain it. I don't remember it. Um, Felicity, and uh, oh oh Sarah Lance. Yeah, was it? No, who? Which two was it? No, Felicity and Supergirl. That's who it was. Oh, because oh, oh. when Supergirl had her hair up and her glasses on, mm -hmm. she looks like Felicity. Right, right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. The other funny bit was when uh after they did that little mirror bit mm -hmm. and then uh Ray who put oh. who who is the Adam in yeah. Legends of Tomorrow yeah. but is Brandon Ruth in real life who played Superman in the Superman Returns mm -hmm. uh which is a movie that I didn't like and I liked we'll discuss it in a different <laughs> episode someday he looks at Supergirl and he's like it's almost like I'm looking at my cousin. <laughs> that was funny. That was good. It was just a nice little it's thing. Those little things that are fun. And what I really, really liked, what I thought was was funny, was um, after we had watched everything, I was just reading a little bit online, and I was reading about this whole invasion storyline that and and the team working on it, and I was hoping to find out something about how they incorporated Supergirl to see if my theory was right. And I didn't learn anything about that. But what I did learn is that the minute they knew they had Supergirl, they wanted to put that reference in there, that that Brandon oh, Ruth, okay. Supergirl, you they know, cousin. And and they had that bit, and and they they moved it around from episode to episode because they have, you know, as they're working on it, of course, they're recutting things, and, and they're working the storyline. He's like, I don't know where we're going to put it, but we're going to get it in there. And they finally crammed it into that scene in Legends of Tomorrow, which worked beautifully. Mm -hmm. It was super fun and, and super great, but, uh, and it was super. It was super. <laughs> super. So, you know, this is a brief coverage of that whole arc. We don't, we obviously, we didn't take notes. We're not going as in-depth as we normally do on a Supergirl episode. But I am sad that Supergirl didn't have more play in it. Because, you you know, as you said earlier, I mean, she essentially was the strongest, most powerful, a really super great asset, both as a, as a superhero in this situation, but also as the character she is. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that kind of disappointed me. I think if it wasn't the Arrow's 100th episode, they might have done more, you know. Um, but like you said, too, you know, if it was already written or whatever, you know, to rewrite all that and reshoot it, that's quite costly. So. Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't just the Arrow episode. It was across all the episodes yeah. that she was just not as involved as I thought she was going to be. Not that I thought she should take center stage, mm -hmm. but just that she'd, you know, be more there. And she just wasn't as there as I thought she would. So... Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the whole yeah, crossover. I did too. It was fun. Mm -hmm. You know, the worst part, like I said earlier, was that whole I mass produced out of thin <laughs> air nanotech to you know incapacitate the 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 dominators. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so we will be back on uh, the week of January sixteenth, twenty seventeen, which is when Supergirl will be returning for the second half of season two. 
Back in my day, we didn't have mid-season <laughs> finales. Well, this is the new TV world. And I mean, I got to say, we're, we're in a great TV era, so I'm not complaining about mid-season finales. Yeah, it's nice to take a little break. It is. I can catch up on my reading and stuff, so that'll be nice. Your stacks and stacks, stacks and stacks of books. Yeah. <laughs> and so when we come back, um, it'll be interesting to see how Mike and Kara are doing in their... Relationship. relationship yeah i'm looking forward to that obviously this whole um cadmus thing is is going to come to some sort of a head um throughout the rest of the season and what i'm really looking for and i've been harping on it all season but i'm really looking for them to bring back in the president and that alien amnesty thing with their citizenship because it 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 needs to play a bigger, better role in this because I think it's a really important part, especially with the way they built it up in that one episode. What I'm looking forward to is Alex and uh, yes. her girlfriend. Maggie. And uh, going to a drag show. and That's, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. So, so we'll see how that goes. And I wonder if they're going to do anything more with... Um, Megan the White Martian and John Johns. Mm-hmm. You know, now that his alien blood thing that and we already talked about that. We that did. was so convenient. And I know. That was just too convenient. Too fast. Too easy. I there could have been more storyline and more depth there with mm-hmm. that. And it was just like, oh boom, there we go. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. If it came down to like, okay, we gotta get rid of a storyline that's just giving us too much weight. Um, you know, what do we get rid of? Yeah. If they kept Malik's Mm-hmm. In favor uh, over that, I'm That's cool fine. with that. I can handle that. I can handle that. Um, and I wonder if they were kind of up in the air and they're like wanted to test the audiences to see how they would react to a gay relationship. And I think it was favorable, you know, oh, just yeah. from what I saw on the internet. Everything I've read has been favorable. And then you know they're like, oh, people really like this, so maybe we'll, we need to cut the White Martian. Yeah, I don't know, no idea. But despite my complaining about how I felt overall <laughs> that. Some of those episodes were overstuffed. I think they could have kept the White Martian blood issue mm-hmm. and had him deal with that more and just treated it better in the sense that, you know, like there's an episode where you have maybe two main story focuses, which yeah. is just, you know, whatever's happening with Jean Johns and then, you know, the main issue of the episode for Supergirl, right? And, you know, Malix is not a big role in that particular episode. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think they necessarily had to axe that storyline. So, I I mean, we're both obviously disappointed that they did. But we can't go back now. Yeah, we can't go back. If they do continue something with with Jean-Jean's and and Megan, um, I look forward to seeing that. But... Again, if it's trimming down things uh, to to make these episodes tighter and and more focused, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what we thought of the invasion storyline. We will be back in January when Supergirl returns. In the meantime, you can check out Pure Fandom for podcasts and all your favorite shows, recaps, and basically any kind of fandom you're into. So. Check that out. If you want to tweet me, you can tweet at Heniotis. And if you want to tweet Kim, it's at K Heniotis. Mm-hmm. Have a Merry Christmas, and we will see you in January. Bye.